0: Hello and welcome to the supplemental video series for the Violent Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Laurel Thompson, and following up on my recent episode about playing health, I wanted to offer up some tools that I found useful over the years for getting through times of pain and tension, hopefully not related to playing our instrument, but unfortunately that can happen, as well as just some general warm-ups that will support your posture and you can do on a daily basis to hopefully just avoid any of those problems altogether. Today's episode, I'm gonna be focusing on the arms and a little bit into the shoulders. In the next video, I'm gonna be focusing on the neck and the upper back and the shoulders. And in the final video, I will be focusing on the lower body and the spine. So let's get started. We're going to start with arm drops, which is basically what they sound like. Let's spread our arms like we're a giant stork. You can just do this a few times, just getting in touch with our breath, breathing in, and breathing out. And noticing just all of the little muscles that have to be involved in this motion, both lifting the arms and lowering the arms. We need to appreciate everything that's working for us. And now let's go ahead and just let our arms drop. We hear and feel that slap on our on our thighs. And this next time when we do this, we're going to straighten out our feet about shoulder width apart, and the big toes perhaps pointed in a little bit. Just make sure you have a good strong stance. Don't feel like you're about to fall over. And when we drop this time, I want us to bend our knees and to swing to the side. And we'll feel kind of like a double bounce as we swing our arms. And it's just this nice drop that we felt, letting gravity take our hands. And we can look out over the front hand and imagine that we're just tossing something away. Maybe it's that pain or tension. Maybe it's the shift that we missed during our audition, it's always so annoying, sometimes it can't be helped, maybe the conductor was kind of mean at the rehearsal, you know, all these things that we just need to let go of, we can combine that in with this exercise too. So what I like about this exercise as well is that it's, it's just, it, it's helping create circulation in the upper body, but it's really creating a lot of warmth and energy in the whole body, it's a really nice one to do right before we practice and it's kind of wakes us up a little bit. So you can do that as long as you want. And then we can slow it down and enjoy that feeling of just our heart rate's up a little bit, maybe we've broken a bit of a sweat, but we feel just so much more energy and vitality, which, great, let's launch into our practice routine, right? we can take this further. So let's do some just nice gentle arm circles. A lot of these moves are really simple, but how often do we really reach up during the day? Do we reach back behind us during the day? Maybe if we were picking fruit back in olden times, doing manual labor, you know, but a lot of times we're just sitting at our desks or we're driving. We're playing our instrument. You know, so all of these can be very helpful. Just the simplicity of of these exercises, just to warm things up a little bit. Let's go the opposite direction. You can feel free to stretch out, and when you come back around, to stretch the palm away from you, but just go only go so far as your body feels comfortable. should feel good. And then let's go the other direction one more time, but this time, as soon as we kind of, we reach the top and we start to go back behind us, let's bend our knees a little bit and let's just let that arm drop with gravity. And we'll see it swing around and we'll go around and drop with gravity. If this is uncomfortable for some reason, don't do it, but it's kind of nice to just kind of oil up the shoulder joint. You can do that several times. And let's go the opposite the opposite direction, and we'll just again go a little bit beyond of you know, the top portion of that circle, and then we'll just we'll feel gravity wanting to just take our arm, and we'll just circle around. You might be feeling some interesting kind of heat or even cold sensations in your hand. This is just the circulation. One more time, and then. I find really interesting about those two exercises, particularly that last one, is that now my arm, my right anyway, feels a lot longer. So whatever arm you just worked might feel like it's like two inches longer than the other arm. It's, it's pretty cool. Getting things warmed up. Okay, so let's do the other side. So we're just gonna start with some gentle arm circles. You can go as slow as you want. You really wanna just listen to your body in any exercise. In my early 20s, I trained as a yoga teacher, and the intention was to take all of that back into violin playing and helping my students. I learned a lot about anatomy and motion. I think maybe one of the most important things that I learned was this one comment a teacher made, and she said, you know, everyone's posture should look different. And you think, oh, well, shouldn't I be looking exactly like the teacher? And that might go for our instrument playing as well. Shouldn't my hand, should my bow hold look exactly like my teacher's bow hold? By the way, if you didn't change directions, go ahead and change directions. But he said, you know, you want to have your expression of the pose. So what's your expression of the pose? And it might even be different day to day. And I found that that was, that was a good reminder So we wanna do that with all of our exercise, all of our movements. How does it feel the most natural in our body today? And that doesn't need to look like anyone else. If you can only kind of come back this far, go for it. Maybe tomorrow it'll be different. And then let's do, let's change directions one more time and we will do that more dramatic drop with gravity. So I'm gonna find gravity back behind me a little bit and bend into my knees and swing around. Bend it to my knees, swing around. Do that a few times. And I just have my opposite hand here on the shoulder just to make sure that my shoulder sort of stays in its socket. It's a little reminder to not go too far. Do it one more time and then change directions, dropping in front of us, swinging around. One more. And then hopefully, feeling like both arms are the same length, you <laughs> can check that out. If not, maybe do a few more on one side or the other. But the next one that I really like is, just we're gonna bring our arms out to the side again. But this time, we are going to imagine that someone's pulling on our elbows, in the upper arm, but close to the elbow, And we're gonna stretch out. And this can give us some really interesting sensations. Might feel kind of nervy. We're actually gonna nerve floss here. A lot of these first exercises I'm drawing from Qigong, by the way, which is a great practice, I think especially for musicians to check out but I'm just gonna stretch out and this might be enough for a lot of us. We might be feeling some really interesting sensations in the undersides of the forearms and like I said, around the elbows. But if we wanna take this a little bit further, we can start to take the hands up. So we're gonna bend at the wrist and we just wanna make sure that we keep those fingers straight. So a lot of times people start coming up but then this is gonna happen and that's not really gonna have the same effect. So again, if you can only go up this far, that's fine. Or if you can keep going, I've been doing this for a while, and you might be able to get up to about 90 degrees with your your hands bending bending at the wrists, then that's fine as well. And at this point, you might be feeling some really interesting sensations in the palms and at the undersides of the wrists, and it might feel a little bit uncomfortable. We're gonna just keep stretching through the palms, stretching through the arms, stretching through the fingertips, and enjoying this nice stretch of all that connective connective tissue and the tendons and the nerves and everything just going right down to those fingertips. You could take this further, and that would be taking your ear over to one shoulder, and now you might feel some sensations more in your upper arm, on the side you're stretching away from, as well as perhaps in the the sides of your neck. And that's fine as long as it's comfortable enough. (laughs) I wouldn't say it's the greatest sensation in the world, but I don't know, I like exploring these different sensations. And I'm just rolling my ear a little bit side to side, just kind of getting into some different angles. And you want to just kind of stay here for a moment and then switch to the other side. Rolling it out. Making sure you stay with the breath. If you find a spot that you really like, then you might just kind of stay there and circle around. And if your arms are getting tired, you could also do this lower. You could... I find it's also a bit really beneficial at some different angles. So feel free to lower your arms too, and I'm just kind of explore these different sensations that you're getting. So now let's take our wrists through some mobility exercises with some stretches. We need to make sure that we keep that range of motion in our wrists, particularly for on violins and violas, some higher position work. So the first one, it's like you're going to karate chop one hand in front of you and then you're gonna turn the palm to the opposite side. So take your thumb away from you and do a little twist. This is my left hand, and then I'm gonna take my right thumb and place it on the back side of my hand between the pinky and the ring finger, kind of the knuckle there. And then I'm gonna take my other four fingers and I'm gonna going wrap them around the base of the thumb, that big muscle at the base of the thumb. Now I'm going to twist and I'm going to drop that wrist down towards my belly. Assuming that feels comfortable, you might be here, you might be somewhere up here or out here, whatever works for you is fine as long as it feels good, it feels like a nice little twist and stretch. And with these kind of twisting stretches, what we're doing is sort of wringing out the joint and then when we release the stretch, we're gonna feel this sort of rush of new blood and circulation so it can feel a little interesting but should feel good definitely should not be painful you can just bounce on that a few times assuming that feels good listening to our bodies with any of these stretches oftentimes once we get into this stretch we realize maybe we're holding our breath or something so make sure that you're checking in with your breath and just keeping it natural. So now let's do, shake that out a little bit, let's do the opposite way. And this sort of involves placing the hand in front of you like you're resting on a table with your palm facing down. And then you're gonna turn your thumb down and your palm out laterally. And I'm gonna take that thumb and this time I'm gonna place it on my palm side, again between the pinky and the ring finger, and my other Four fingers are going to press towards the thumb, but this time on the back of the hand. And you might be somewhere out here, but if you can start to take that wrist in towards your solar plexus, you get a nice stretch. It's kind of a counter stretch to the other one. And again, we can just kind of pulse on that a few times. Check in with our breathing. and then let's release that and shake that out and we will do the opposite hand. So karate chopping in front of us then flipping the palm around to the opposite side and coming into the knuckle area between the pinky and the ring finger with the opposite hand and then wrapping those fingers around the base of the thumb so we get a nice twist and if you are comfortable here, just stay there. If you'd like to take a little further, you can start to take that wrist down towards your belly. Pulsing on that a few times, just kind of coming out of it a bit and then going back into it. It's a really nice one and we think, when do we do this in day-to-day life? Most of the time the wrist is not going to such extremes, that's for sure. then let's release that, shake it out for a moment. It might feel a little bit interesting coming out of these stretches, might feel almost a little painful, and that's just uh, sort of as the blood comes back into the area and the nerves kind of wake up again. But let's do the opposite stretch, so palm is in front of us facing down, and then we're going to flip that thumb down and palm out laterally to the side, and then we're going to grasp on the palm side between the pinky and the ring finger, and get a good grip with the other four fingers sort of at the base of the thumb, but now on the top of the hand. And we'll do that twist. You can just stay in that twist out away from your body, or you can take it further by bringing that wrist in towards your solar plexus. And we'll enjoy that for a few moments, perhaps coming a bit out of it and going back into it. Really nice. Okay, the wrists should feel interesting now. To me, they feel kind of fluffy. (laughs) Checking in with that. When we bring our awareness to these different body areas, we really get to feel these subtle changes that down the road could tell us you know, if, stuff, if something is starting to build up, like a stiffness is building up and what it might feel like to you know, release that and kind of come back to quote unquote normal. Next we're going to be doing some interesting knocking exercises for a couple points that can be helpful for the shoulders and upper body. So in Chinese medicine, we have these different points along these meridian channels in our body. And the first point we have that we're going to talk about is about two fingers width up from the wrist crease on the outside of the forearm. And it's called Sanjiao 5. And right across from that, between the two tendons on our forearm, again, about two fingers width up from the wrist crease, we have pericardium 6 and these two points this is actually the pericardium point supposedly is helpful for nausea as well motion sickness but these two points are really nice to just sort of stimulate for just the wrist in general just in the wrist area here and folks that might be experiencing some carpal tunnel syndromes and stuff like that can be helpful for this so you can definitely massage these points but what i like and it i I love this for the sensation at the end, actually, is to knock the points. So we're going to knock the points against one another. So both hands are facing me, and I'm going to knock my wrists together. And I'm just letting my hands and my wrists be really floppy. And this might feel like a little bit of an ouch, but you definitely want to be cautious if you have any sort of like wrist injuries or you've broken a wrist, something like that. So you can tap more gently if you like. I'm tapping pretty hard. I'm getting a little bit of like kind of a redness to my inner wrist right now, the wrist in front of me. And then I'm gonna switch sides and do that same thing, just stimulating those points. Keep breathing. Yeah, but in a moment, we'll stop, and you'll see what I'm talking about. There's this just really interesting sensation that comes after doing this for a moment. This might not be one that you can do as readily in public, but it's all good. So let's stop and just take our hands down to our sides. And for me, I feel all of this really interesting tingling right down into my hands, and I just I feel like I could be ready to play. <laughs> <laughs> feels like a lot of of good energy and my my fingers and my hands they just they feel really open and loose so we've got a lot of good circulation running through them already but we have a few more exercises to go so let's do some wrist circles so now that we've done all of these stretches and stimulations it's nice to just start to sort of um, smooth things out a little bit. So I like these wrist circles. What you can start by doing is just taking both hands out in front of you. It's like you're going to, almost like you're gonna cross your arms, but you're gonna just kind of lay your hands side by side, palms facing down. And then let's go ahead and turn both wrists so that one wrist is facing up and one wrist is causing the hand to face down. You know, the setup seems a little bit weird. But now what I'm going to do, I can go either direction, but I'm going to start circling around like my fingertips are carving out the inside of a wheel. And so you want to avoid just kind of doing this sort of emotion. motion. It's really about getting that whole joint to articulate and the fingers stretching. This one apparently is good for... Arthritis and hopefully avoiding arthritis. Yeah, this is interesting. Sometimes I just do this one on its own and I hear a lot of creaking and popping in my wrist, but after all these other wrist exercises, I'm really happy to feel like there's none of that going on. So hopefully that's your experience as well. So you notice how I keep the palms close to each other. We might also think about this as kind of like a pinwheel or something, right? And we can go the other direction. Oh, there's a few pops. Because <laughs> it was that direction I needed to go. Oh well, it still feels fine. Popping is fine. It happens. Shake that off a little bit. All right, so up until this point, you will have noticed that we haven't used any tools. It's just us standing here doing these moves. And I'd like to keep it that way. But if you don't want to use your fingers for this next one, which we do need to make sure that we're not overdoing it on our fingers. We're to save our fingers for music, musical instruments. Um, you can use a tennis ball. Those are pretty easy to come by. So if you use a tennis ball, we're going to go against the wall. If you don't use a tennis ball, you can just do it here with your hand by your side, but we're going to massage into some different trigger points. So trigger points are little areas where the muscle fibers called called sarcomeres have stopped moving by each other. So when a muscle contracts, they will contract, and then they're supposed to also loosen up. But sometimes they get kind of stuck there, and then we get what oftentimes people call like a knot and they're often really innervated, so there's like a lot of just kind of neural activity there, and they can feel really painful to the touch. So if you find some of these spots, you wanna just rotate around on them, so using your wrist, to rotate around, and you'll feel motion, if you're using a fingertip, you'll feel that motion of your wrist, actually, underneath your fingertip, and if you use a ball, it's a lot better, because then we can just, sandwich the ball against the wall and use our body weight and find those spots and again you just want to keep it really active rotating their wrist extending and contracting the fingers doing what feels good to kind of get into that spot a little bit and remind your body that it's okay to loosen up <laughs> if you're really feeling a lot of pain you can also clench a fist and that will just contract those muscles. You can kind of contract against the pressure of your fingertip with the ball and then relax into it. And it kind of desensitizes that area. So I'm going to roll to some different spots. And just that whole area that's close to the elbow, particularly on the outside forearm, can have a lot of a lot of interesting spots, and when you're doing this, you'll often feel what's typical for trigger points, which is to refer the pain. So if you're on the trigger point, you will you might feel this, the spot itself being a little painful, or very painful, but then you'll also feel where it will typically refer pain, and in this case, it's gonna refer down to the outside of the wrist, the um, top of the hand, into even the fingers. So I'm doing the right side right now, which, Typically for me, doesn't have as many as the left side because I'm doing all of this for violin, turning into high positions and stuff. And I would often, when I was particularly a teenager, I think I was applying way too much pressure on my fingertips when I would practice high position work. And so I would often get kind of these interesting tingly sensations on my left hand, the back of my left hand after practicing for a while and... Now thinking back, I think it was these muscles, these extensor muscles that were to blame. So I'm just kind of moving down my arm, down my forearm. And you notice I've got a hand here as well, my opposite hand, just kind of applying a bit of extra pressure. And I'm always keeping my wrist moving, and that's just moving those muscles around those spots so we can just kind of loosen them up. Yeah, that feels nice. So you wanna do the other side and see what you find. What's interesting about trigger points, you often have to kinda keep at it, especially if you have some pain, you wanna keep at it for at least a week, daily. It doesn't have to be for a long session, just a few minutes. And after a couple of days, you'll often notice that a lot of the same points are going away. But then you might not be good for life. <laughs> you have to come back later. And uh, for me, I find, you know if I do have some active trigger points and I can kind of alleviate them in a week or so, then it might take a couple of years for them to come back in some situations. I haven't noticed anything for maybe five, six, seven years. So it can be really quite miraculous, but then we need to um, catch ourselves kind of before it becomes a full-on pain pattern and uh, hopefully feel when we're just starting to get tense with some of those spots. So you can't see this quite as well, but I'm just kind of moving around, and again, I'm just moving down my arm. There's some really good ones. Yeah, this one might take a while. Yeah, I need to do this regularly, for sure. Especially on this left side. So we notice just how free form all of this is. And just all of these exercises, my goal is to just empower you to learn more about your body. Move in ways that feel good to you. And sometimes you only have an, you know, enough time to kind of like work on one or two points, in which case, just choose the one that is calling to you the most. Maybe it's the most painful. Maybe it's referring the pain the most directly to the spot that you might have felt some discomfort. A lot of times, if we just sort of address one or two, then kind of the rest of them start to take care of themselves. It's all connected. All right, and finally, let's just shake the wrists and forearms. So my palms are facing up. I'm just giving my forearms a nice shake, letting my hands be floppy. Again, another simple exercise that can think, oh, that's not going to do anything. But just to kind of smooth everything out here, we've done a lot of good work on the arms. And let's flip those palms down. Shake that out. This whole routine you could just do kind of pick and choose, or this whole routine it doesn't really have to take more than 15 minutes if you just kind of run through the exercises. So it's a good warm up for any sort of instrument that uses the upper body, which I think pretty much every instrument does. You play guitar, drums, piano. Whew, flute, trumpet, trombone, <laughs> and of course our boat strings. So yeah, just feeling the sensations in your arms. And if you can remember what, sh- what they felt like before you started and now, for me, there's a lot more just sort of warmth and the feeling of just energy and circulation My forearms definitely feel a little interesting from the ball massage. I might just wanna rub them out a little bit. Smooth things out. Yeah, I think I'm ready. (laughs) Ready to practice, ready to get into the rest of my day. So thanks for watching and please subscribe to my channel so you can get notifications of the other two videos which I'll be putting out through the summer. And if you didn't check out my Playing Health episode for the BioLinking Podcast, that link will be down below as well. So you can check that out. And until next time, I hope you feel better and <laughs> happy practicing.